Welcome along. It's a brand new Baffled Tuesday's release day. Whenever you're listening to this, thank you for being there. Nine facts on the way for you. We're going to figure out if they are incredible or utter bilge and nonsense. My name is Dan. I have three. I've got stuff about toes, tweets and a tune. I don't, I don't think I've managed to pull off tune. Uh, Mark is also here. Mark, what you got? Hello. Right. So this week, just because you're successful doesn't mean your head won't fall off. More on that. Uh, also, how The Hobbit came about and we're heading back to the dinosaurs. Mark tends to say everything like he's advertising a new product from Sainsbury's, doesn't he? Connor, what else have you got for us? Cutting up some pie, something about space, and a raindrop. Don't like to generalise or regionalise here, but there is no word that sounds greater in the Essex accent than pie. Stick around, it's a brand new Baffled. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Welcome along. Welcome back. Welcome one and all. Uh, how, are we, how are we finding the billboards? Yeah, we're finding everywhere. them good. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. I'll I, I t- I tell you a few things here. It's quite surreal because you 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 think that only you will be aware of it, don't you? But I've had a lot of people, a lot of people, I know that you two have the, have as well, finding these billboards everywhere. But I think the best bit about this is um, for people that don't know, we're also on a, a lorry, basically, that's driving around London, Essex, everywhere. Our face is all over it. And I randomly got a Facebook message the other day on my on my profile from a guy that I know. Um, and he saw our, our faces down the M25. Surprised that there's not been a massive rise in crashes. Just imagine yeah, you, swinging to you, your you left would, you and, you see so. the, and you see this old specimen with these fools next to me. You see this and you think, Wah! and you probably drive into it because you just want to get closer to me. And also the photo was from a few years ago, pre-lockdown, where I had a bit more meat on my body and I looked fit. Capital F, capital I, capital T, fit. Uh, I'm loving the billboards. Yeah, just every now and then I get a little message saying, "Oh, I saw you in, saw you in Hoburn, saw you in Kings Cross today." It is weird though. Like I drove to football the other day, went past our faces about five times. There is nothing more disconcerting than driving along and seeing Dan's massive face. Were you on a roundabout? Was I on a roundabout? No, these were five different places. I wasn't just going round and round going, "Hey, look at us! Hey, look at us!" Although that would be a fun thing to do, and that might be how I spend my Saturday. Let's not let's not rule it out now. If you live in London, obviously this is useless if you live in Ohio. Don't come all the way over for it. You're breaking COVID rules and all that. If you live in London and you do see one of the billboards, send it our way. 
at Baffled Pod on Instagram. A picture of it. Don't actually get the billboard and mail it to us. That would be rather inconvenient. Thank you. Thank you, as always, for the fastidious admin from Mark here. That's all right. No worries. Uh, I don't want there to be any confusion here. No, no, no. It's at Baffled Pod on your Instagram. Connor, you've been very quiet. And as we know, that's not becoming of a baffled boy because the baffled boys bring all the noise. So quickly, it's annoying that we made the billboards before before we, you came up with the slogan before we had the slogan and the catchphrase frustrating yeah I know. We need oh, to it's so frustrating isn't it that my face isn't all over london with the slogan the baffled boys make all the noise how irritating bring all the noise we bring all the noise yeah bring all the noise okay um right mark we'll start with you three cuts with a pie you're cutting a pie you've got three cuts how many slices you getting how many slices are you getting from three cuts hmm. three well, 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 well no, it, it depends, depends how many you want. It depends, depends on how, many, how many you want. It depends on how many cuts you want. Because I could do courses with two slices. Do you know you can get eight slices of pie with only three cuts? Three, four, five. Hang on. If you do three cuts like that, if you, you cross it... This is great podcast right now because we're all just silent. It's fine. Everyone's doing, doing it at home, fingers. trying to do it. Figure out how you can get eight. If you did, if you did a cross, one, two diagonals, that's four slices... Yeah. So that would be six. If you did one more, that would be six. I'm struggling to figure out how you get the eight. Yeah, I've got six. I don't have eight. Cut it in half. Put one half on top of the other half. Oh, go away. There you go. There's your fact to start. You can can cut a pie into eight pieces with only three cuts. There you go. What a bing, what a boom. Best fact yet. It's not. Enjoy It's not. It's like an illusion. It's like a. It's well, like a no, riddle. it's not an illusion. It facts. is a fact. You facts can. Are not. Oh, it's just so, isn't it? It's a riddle. You it's can a really buy a fact. Riddle. That's not a fact. That's a riddle. And that is. No. I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Connor. That is the lowest work you've done. That is the no. worst thing. And you've brought some to this podcast. But right, that I'll is, tell you what. I'll tell you what. C- coming from the guy nominated for both best worst facts awards, the reason the Nigels. That is horrific. The reason this is cracking, right? We got. No, it's not. Number one people listening number two interaction i can tell you now that the hundred thousand people that listen to this podcast week on week that's why number drop there we're definitely trying it and number three as well it got you two doing it and number four at the end you were baffled achieved unlocked give me the medallion yeah but the other thing is is that all those people you had interacting all together just went just off so that's not right mark so we have to bear in mind the old slogan of the podcast before the new one. Amazing facts that are complete nonsense. This is a fact. It is, the, it is the truth. You can do it. It is complete nonsense. When I heard it, no, when he put the problem to me, I was baffled. I've now figured it out. I don't like the fact that I figured it out, but I have. So you have to give the kids some credit. Listen, if you're listening for one of the first times off the back of one of those billboards and you've heard that, Stick around, stick around. There's, there's more coming. You know what, Connor? I don't think it's a fact. The problem is, I don't think it's a fact. I think, I think, I think. Although it is a fact, it's not a fact. It's just, it's just, it's just mental skullduggery, is what it is. See what what we're hearing here. What we're hearing here for all of the wonderful listeners is where they're trying to find the fault in what is an absolute cracking fact that's irritated oh. them. It is a fact because the fact. I think, I think is, that's the key thing. It's irritated the fact, me. The fact is. There is a fact here. You can get eight pieces yeah, of pie it. with only three yeah. slices. There's the fact. I delivered it to you and you don't like the fact I have because it irritated you. So surely you can get more than that. 
if you cut it in half and then you stack the two halves on top of each other, then you cut it in half again, then you've got eight. Yeah. If you then stack mm-hmm. all of those eight on top of each other, you get 16. Yeah, but it's three slices. Yeah, you only get That three is still slices. with three slices. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. See, this is why the fact is even better. No, yeah. no, if I cut it in yeah. half once, bam. Right. Here we go. Then I've yeah, got... You're in two. Then I've got two. One on top of the other. I yeah. put that on top of each other. Bam. Yeah. I get four. Oh, right, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's eight. You yeah, are right. Yeah. Yeah. You see, this is why this is a cracking fact. Not only is it a good fact, not only have you tried it, we've also proved Dan wrong on something that he thought was right. Overall, <laughs> 10 out of 10 situation. Mark, I mean, we're what? Like 10 minutes in, and I'm I'm already putting the klaxon call out for you to, sh- to save the show. Um, do this fact, but you can't start it with so. Carry on. Well, I wanted to get cultured, but now I feel like this is a little bit off point from where Connor was. This is almost the complete opposite. Uh, Connor, do you know who Tchaikovsky is? Tchaikovsky, yeah. Was he the left back for Juventus in 95? Uh, close. He was actually uh, a composer back in the 1800s. Tchaikovsky. You know there's no R. There's no R at the start. Tchaikovsky. Let's just carry on. And uh, anyway, so he's known for stuff like the Nutcracker uh, Suite. So very, very famous composer. But he hated actually conducting. He hated it so much that he became obsessed with the fear his head was going to fall off while he conducted. So when he conducted, he would conduct with his right hand while his left hand (laughs) would constantly hold his head in place just in case it fell off. Just in case halfway through his head fell off. He was so obsessed with that idea because he hated it so much. Should we be laughing at what was probably quite a severe mental illness at the time? The idea of someone checking their head, like one of the most famous people of the time checking their head. Like imagine if you go and watch, I don't know, um, the Banyan boys, BTS, and they're all kind of making sure their heads are are on their necks while they're banging out the hits. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. I say banging out, Bantan boys. Sorry. And the fact that like most conductors will use both hands and everything. No, no. Strictly Tchaikovsky is just one. One hand because the other one must support his head. That one hand, though, Mark, if it was cutting through a pie, how many different slices of pie could it make? I, I know reckon, this. Because bear in mind, one slice would be to cut it off, so you'd only actually get four bits of hand out of it. It's interesting. I enjoy it. It's interesting. Sure. Sure. I, I, like, I, don't know, I don't know. Is it all right to laugh at some, something that was that long ago? I don't know. It's not, mm. us for, it's not, it's not for us to decide, is it? Not, not, not for us bringing, to decide. I'm just bringing the fact. I'm just bringing the fact. Uh, first fact of the show for me. Did you know the legendary whiskey distiller, Jack Daniels... Uh, I think it might be Jack Daniel. Can't remember his forename. Uh, he died from booting his safe after forgetting the combination. It's a funny way to die. Can we laugh Ooh. at people dying? Who knows? Many, how many years he, ago. How, how did so he die? He, well, this is, so he was so annoyed that he forgot the combination. He booted the safe, injured his big toe, which got infected, which got amputated. And the infection spread and then he died. Now, wow, that's interesting, right? Someone dying from mm. being so annoyed that they forgot the combination, they boot their safe. That is a way to go. Yeah, this well, he's, he's, died, he's died from the infection, hasn't he? And of course, the infection was caused by the initial booting of the safe. So yeah, he did actually die from kicking a safe, which is a terrible way to go, isn't it? That, that's patience. He hasn't got any. <laughs> well, he might have been smashing out his own whiskey. Yeah, he might have been. Jack Daniels as well. What a terrible whiskey. Ugh. I don't mind it. I can, it yeah, it's, jaded uh, honey. Mm. It serves a purpose. Mark is su- Mark's such a JD honey drinker, isn't he? The Coke Zero. 
Oh, Mark yeah, is a recordling drinker, I think. That's what Mark is, an old no, moot cider drinker. None of that side. Yeah, yeah. I No, I don't mind it. It serves a purpose. I, I would quite like to go like But again, it depends how quick it is. Oh, no, no, I would not like to go like It'd be good for story, obviously. Your name would definitely appear in the times that you're dead because people would be like, hey, do you remember Dan Simpson? He died from kicking a safe. But I wouldn't want to go that way because it must be quite... Well, he's, he's but right. Let's just break this down. But it's not a story, though, is it? Because it's taken us like a year of a fact podcast to bring it up. Like when someone says to you about Jack Daniel, you don't go, "Oh, the whiskey maker and the guy that booted himself to death." Yeah, exactly. But let's break it down. He's he's kicked the safe. Initial pain, you know, he's instantly in pain, isn't he? Then he's got infection, pain again. It's probably going to last a while. See if it goes antibiotics. But I don't know how long ago this was. Then infection leads to amputation, again, pain, recovery. Then that leads to further infection, which is probably found through symptoms in his body. This is a terrible, I'm talking terrible, terrible way to go. It must have lasted ages. Mm. What was the initial period from when he kicked the safe to when he died, do you know? And did he ever find the combination for the safe in that meantime? No, and he never opened the bloody safe. He died. God, he didn't even know I was in the safe. I'll tell you what was in the safe. <gasps> what? What? The cure for his big toe infection that would have saved his life. Oh, no. The irony. The irony. Imagine imagine if that was the case or like a brand new foot or something. I tell you what, script that up, send it to Doctor Who. I love that. That's fantastic. Well done for myself there. Great fact. Beautiful little, little story, little sprinkling of story put on the top. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. The surface of Mars is red for a reason. Uh, it's actually red because Mars is covered in rust. There we go. I knew Dan would know this. So I was unsure whether Mark would know this. I'm going to pretend I didn't just for the but, entertainment no, 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 value. But it doesn't It doesn't mean that we know the fact, right? The thing is, like, we could have worked that out. Maybe not rust, but maybe not iron oxide, but of course it's red for a reason. Be yeah, I, randomly, I, I'll be honest. It? I did get dubious when you said the words Mars is red for a reason. And it's like, no Sherlock. Of course, yeah, yeah. everything is a colour for a reason. Yeah, everything is a colour for a reason. Uh, but yeah, Mars is obviously known as the Red Planet. Um, that's probably how you learn it at school as well. I certainly did. It was known as the Red Planet. Uh, because iron minerals in the Mar- in the Martian soil oxidise or rust, causing the soil atmosphere to look red. Um, so it's actually the rust that you get on an old pipe that covers Mars. We're obsessed with Mars, aren't we? Humans it is fascinating. Like uh, that, that fact, right? You two may have already known blah, 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 but... I, I, I didn't really know much about that. I'm not, I'm not really, I, I'm fascinated by space, don't know much about it. But it's kind of fascinating, isn't it, that there's like a planet, red, and it's because it's covered in rust. It'd probably be the last thing that you would maybe, without having knowledge of space, guess. You would maybe think it was like a stone, or I don't know, or like, I don't know what it is, but, but rust, I would not think it was that. You have to remember, when we think about space, is that we all came from the same place. So everything that we have here, there is likely to be that versions of these things in other places. We have iron here, they have iron on Mars. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why that happens. I know what you mean. Do they have iron in boards on Mars? Well, it, I mean, they're looking for aliens. I would imagine if they found aliens, perhaps, yeah, 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 yeah. Mark, I covered that that's, one for you. That's, so, a, that's yeah. a me level joke there. Yeah, I'm that's why I've done it. for you. Well, no, I just thought, you know, you've done enough of them. I'll take the brunt this week. Yeah, we are no obsessed with Mars. We, can't, we are obsessed can't, with Mars. Well, I think it's the, the possibility that we could one day live there. I mean, just don't have anything that can rust, apparently. Don't take any new bikes to Mars. That is the key thing here. Do not buy a new bike. Take it to Mars. It's going to rust. I'm going to ask a really, really 
stupid question here and you can tell me to shut up and laugh at me whatever you want but just because i don't know much about space i literally we're a supportive space here connor we're a supportive space has anybody actually been to mars close to mars or is it non-touchable i genuinely don't know no it's not non-touchable people have got to the moon people have got to the international space station we've got a rover there at the moment a rover's got a helicopter on it but no human has set foot on mars what what, why why just got to we've just got to the level where we're able to like control things on Mars. So the first drone flight, as Dan said, the helicopter was like about a month ago. It's really far away. Is essentially it. At the moment, if you make a trip to Mars, you're not coming back. Yeah, I once spoke to a guy who had bought a one-way ticket to Mars. He was going to be on the very first. The idea is is when they sent out. I, I can't remember, like a space company or something had the idea that they would send humans out there to figure it out and to populate it, knowing that they would never come back. And he had bought one of those tickets. And also, I think I think one of the ideas is that they turn the moon into like a like a service station, you know, mm. like Oxford services and planes and rockets can go there and refuel and then go to Mars. That's kind yeah. of the issue is, is the amount of fuel you need to get to Mars. You can't carry enough fuel to then get back from Mars. Can you imagine me in Mars? I'd be honest. I'd love it. I'd love that. Don't tell how big it is. Crazy. Is it as big as Earth? A lot of iron ore, iron iron oxide. It's huge. It's. I don't know if it's as big as Earth, but it's big. It's a big old place. Do you do you think there's life on it? Do you generally reckon there's people living on it? I don't think there's currently life. What do you think is on it though? What do you think is like just just surface? A lot of rock, maybe some frozen water deep. I think they might have found frozen water deep down, which has got signs of old life in it. I'm not too sure, but not a lot. No, a lot of rocks. do you think there is life on another planet like us? Yeah, probably. probably in an in infinite, no, in, in another an infinite, galaxy that we don't even know exists. In an infinite universe that's ever growing, there's no reason why it can't happen. Mm, isn't this fascinating? And look at us three sitting there doing this. Anyway, yeah, right, guys, this is meant to be a comedy fact podcast. Stop getting all serious on us, guys. Mark, what's your second fact of the show? Okay, so J.R.R. Tolkien wrote The Hobbit because he had to deal with a Dan. So, J.R.R. Tolkien once said that The Hobbit was only ever meant to be a story which he told his children at bedtime. However, his child, Christopher Tolkien, was a bit like Dan. He was very annoyed if you got one little fact wrong that you'd previously said was different. So, there was on one occasion that he said Bilbo's front door was blue. And and his child, Christopher just basically went, uh, actually, last night you said Bilbo's front door was green. How is this and because of like that, that? That's the impression we do for you. Yeah, but it's also your voice. Uh, so because of that, he started writing down The Hobbit uh, because he had to get all these facts right. And that is how J.R.R. Tolkien ended up writing The Hobbit because he had one annoying kid. And in his words, damn the boy. Things with th- this kind of stuff, it's like origin story facts. I don't know if I'm, inv- I don't know if I'm interested. Yeah, we, no. we have said before, we, we do doubt some of them, don't we? Because they're always such nice stories. And mm. you can cherry pick. Like I imagine there was quite a lot. Like he probably had a mate or something down the pub when he used to hang out with C.S. Lewis and all of that stuff. Probably saying, oi, J.R.R.R., what's happening with the old book? Sad. And, you know, you can cherry pick the nicest things, I think. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean it's not true, though. No, it doesn't mean it's not true. But I agree with Dan. I'm with with Dan here. I'd like more from you with that fact, Connor. Say something interesting, please, because you, you seem like you've switched off. 
Uh, no, I switched off because um, I had phone call. I had a phone call come through on my laptop that I'm recording on, and completely lost both of your faces, and I couldn't get rid of it. So I I lost you for like. What I really enjoy is that you went. I'm going to style it out. I'm not going to tell them. I'm just going to yeah, style yeah. it out and pretend that I know what's going on here. I missed half of the fact, so I was just like playing so along. Hang on, you're here saying, "Oh yeah, I agree with Dan. I'm all on dance." You don't even know what you're agreeing with. No, I had a phone call come through, took over the whole screen, couldn't hear you both, and then come back, and all of a sudden, Dan was talking. I was like, yeah, I'll agree with Dan. Easy way to get out of this. Yeah, you just agree with Dan rather than me. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Really appreciate it. The unlikely alliance. It's time for my second fact of the show. Uh, For seven years, Sweden handed over the keys of their official Twitter account to a brand new Swede every week and just let them tweet what they want. Oh, um, the first curator of the project, Jack Werner, or Werner, uh, promptly tweeted a masturbation joke, which earned him the nickname The Masturbating Swede. Mm-hmm. And there's just been nuts. Like, there's, there's stuff where Sweden have tweeted Denmark saying, we'll give you five moose for $5,000. Like, there's just a whole lot of nonsense. And they stopped it just a couple of years ago. But yeah, for seven years or so, the Swedish Twitter account was run by actual random Swedes, 365 of them over the time. Great idea. Connor, what would you tweet if you could tweet for a whole country? Oh, just be like, listen to Baffled. <laughs> Sweden endorses Baffled. Give it a listen. Yeah, yeah. Just come listen to Baffled. So the guy who took over, the the, the first guy who took over at Sweden um, said, I'm a writer and marketer based in Stockholm. Uh, I've been called fascinating as well as arse face. That was one of his first tweets. Then he tweeted saying, I guess I'm drinking a lot of coffee, lighting my face up with my laptop and hanging out with friends. Oh, and you know, masturbation. So like what's going on here? There's also a translation issue because they don't really know a lot. He doesn't really know a lot of English. So the sentences don't really make sense. Then he let out some personal stuff. He said, intention, this is on Swedish Twitter account, intention, hug my girlfriend. Result, she dropped her glass of juice all over the couch. Chaos ensued. Then he said, noting that this account has lost 40 followers since I took over. Am I not Swedish enough for you? It's a lot of pressure to suddenly be like, here's the keys to the Sweden official Twitter account. Like, I know Sweden's not the biggest country in the world, but... But it's, it's meaningless, isn't it? Like, does anyone care? The thing is, they, they probably do... What do you reckon the password is? I reckon the password to the Swedish Twitter account is our chicken nuggets when you go to a ski resort of fortunes. <laughs> I'm just looking um, through the, some of the tweets that went out. September 29th, 2018 is a podcast promotion tweet from someone saying, I'm editing a podcast with audacity. Since 2013, I'm host or co-host in four podcasts. Unfortunately for all outside Sweden, they're in Swedish. Oh, now, quite brilliant. You, you've got, you've, when this first started in 2011, I think, Twitter was not as big a deal as it is now. It was kind of a fun place where you could take the a little bit. Whereas it's, it's only now everything's been kicked off that, you, you know, you wouldn't get away with this now. I mean, if a country tweeted something about masturbation, you'd get Norway trying to start a fight. Like that, that's what we're Can you imagine about. if this happened in America? The amount of mm. wars that would suddenly get started. Just, yeah, literally. Just like, <laughs> there'd be riots everywhere. In the nicest way to Sweden, they're small enough that no one really cares if they say something bad on the official Sweden Twitter account. Yeah. Also, Scandinavians are just... Love lovingly weird, like they do things differently. I like, don't know if you could ever be angry at a, at a Swede. Like Denmark is the happiest place in the world, they say. Like there's just a lot going on. The current Twitter account says we're managed by the Sweden team and a moose. 
So there, there we go. go. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Remember, you can always get in touch with the show. It's info at baffledpod.com. Give us a follow on TikTok at baffledpod. It's the same on Instagram. We would like to hear from you there. Uh, and also, if you've seen a billboard, send that over to us. The picture, not the actual billboard. Connor, what's your final fact of the show? The fastest recorded raindrop in the world was 18 mile per hour. Whew. Can you imagine that hitting you on the side of the face? Pain. Well, yeah, it's so small. Is it really going to... How do they know this? There's been loads of fast rain all over the place. How have they managed to specifically measure one? Do you see what I do? I think I provide what was the original slogan to this podcast. I find the facts that are complete nonsense. That's my idea. And this is nonsense. Just like the pie fact. Nonsense. Uh, it just surprises me that they're not travelling quicker. As well. I guess, no, 18 miles an hour... They're not falling from. Well, imagine if it's sky, sleep. So that's fine. It'd be like little bullets. It'd be like little BB yeah, guns. It raindrop, you know didn't it? But imagine if it was sleep. Can I just clarify here? Are we talking eighteen one eight or eighty eight zero? One eight. One eight. Okay. It's like a little bullet. Maybe not as hard as a bullet. But no, I feel like a hard. bullet comes out at like a hundred mile an hour. I feel like the eighteen mile per hour raindrop would really hurt if it caught you in the eye. That would be painful. You've had that I think raindrop. Any raindrop in the eye? would hurt if it caught you in the eye. No, you just sort of blink it out. But anyway... You I ever think tried we... to catch a raindrop with your mouth? It's almost impossible, you know, when you go... Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, really it's, hard to do. It's impossible. You can't do it. Where Do you know where they found this out, Connor? In your fact website, did they say, this is the source? No, no. I've got nothing more to it other than that. So, <laughs> so it's just, enjoy just it. words on a website. Yeah, enjoy what you want from that, and let's probably swiftly move on. So... Uh, Earlier, I said oh, here we go. about here we 100 go. mile an hour for a bullet out of a gun. Mm. 1,200 mile an hour for a bullet out of a gun. Right. So okay. 18 mile an hour does not seem that much. No, it's... I just want to know how they figured it out, because surely it rains all over the place. Have you heard of the rainforest, guys? Come on. Lot of, yeah. It's a whole forest full of rain. How, mm. how are they judging how fast all of that rain is falling? I don't know. 
No, it's something don't we know, need to I don't care. I just bought the fact, and that's all yeah, that matters, you know, guys. Yeah, we get, we get, yeah, we bring the facts, and then questions get asked, and oh, I don't know the answers, but you just there switch we go. off at that point. That's yeah, why. I'm that's like, why when you find the fact, you need to think, oh, okay, they might ask me where it's from. I just a two second Google. That's all it will yeah. take. The thing is, mm. we've spoken about this before. We live in two very different worlds. We live in the world of intrigue, Dan. Where someone says something, we want to know more. We want to find out stuff. Connor lives in his happy little world where nothing matters past the initial sentence. Yeah. Which you know, it's happy. It's I mean, it's working for him very well, and it's it it's is. not me. I'm 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 miserable and constantly need more information to satiate my ad- addiction for knowledge. So, oh, it's going to be a lonely death. Mark, give us your final fact of the show. Uh, could you outrun a T Rex? Yes, you could probably actually outwalk it. So I don't want to ruin Jurassic Park for you because I know it's an incredible documentary. Uh, but there is a scene in Jurassic Park where a T-Rex runs after the Jeep and catches them. And it's incredibly terrifying. In truth, because the T-Rex's tail was so big, it's not even going to walk that quick. It's going to be about three mile an hour it goes, which is about half the speed a normal human would walk. So T-Rexes seem big, they seem scary, they are incredibly slow and realistically, if one chases after you, just walk at a brisk pace and you'll be all right. It's, yeah, it's of a, course. It's a, it's, it's a sixth of the speed of that raindrop as well. Well, um, the thing is, it's stride length though, Mark, isn't it? It might be walking three miles an hour, but it's covering quite a bit of distance in key chunks. No, because speed is... No, no, no but what I'm saying is if we... Is... It, if if we set off on the uh, together, if, if it was me and a T Rex in a walking race, I'd probably walk about three miles an hour, f- it, for the sake of this argument. I, I, I'm covering distance, and then what? And then it's it's make it's just taking a really long time to lift its legs. Basically, yes, because obviously, like it's it, it, yeah, it's the speed of the legs because of the way the tail swings. The legs kind of move slowly, which means that yeah, it essentially moves. it's got a big body it, as well. So it it, it might it, it could bend down further. Then I'm walking and just bite me. It could yeah, bend. So it, could, a, it could reach further out. A T-Rex is about twelve meters long and about four meters tall. Guys, I'm, I'm, saying, so, I'm going to be honest with you. For uh, the first time in baffled history, my IBS is absolutely brewing right now, and I'm listening to used to bang on about T-Rexes. So decisions have got to be made here. We can either pause this for me to go to the toilet, or we can stop talking about T-Rexes chasing Dan around when they're all dead, and swiftly move on. Your poop, Alice, is right next to your microphone. No, don't take don't the webcam with yeah. you. I'm happy yeah, to I'm take. I'm happy to, to go to the toilet and and continue no. this if if need be. No, we ain't doing that. I just because I mean I've still got loads more questions about the, th- the the way it could work, but I don't want to hear you do your thing. I don't want to be in the same web room as you doing your thing. Corner has IBS. Corner has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. <laughs> right, final fact of the show. Uh, Connor, who let the dogs out? Ooh, 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 ooh. There you go. I know I could rely to you that. Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark would get very analytical. I, I think yeah, Mark, exactly. Mark would be like, Mark I think you'll find it was the Baja men who sang yeah. that song originally. Mark would be like, what? Mark would be like, what breed are we talking about here? Are we talking about a male, female? <laughs> Shut up, Mark. Did you know Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja men, circa 2000, was actually a feminist song? It's a feminist anthem against catcalls. It was Is originally, it? yeah, like that riff was quite a popular song at the time. He, uh, the manager of the Baha Men heard a version from Europe and then they wrote it because they were in a club and they were annoyed at the way the men were treating the women. Mm. So, you know, it's, it, it's um, the party was nice, the party was pumping. Yippee-i-o. They're having a great old time. But then it goes until the men start the name Colin. Who let the dogs out? So the men in the song 
are the dogs? Who let them out? Why are they here? Cat calling, wolf whistling to my ladies. I'm so glad you've told me that because I've always heard a very different story, but I'm willing to believe that yours is true because, you know, you do research unlike probably the person that told me it originally. I thought... It was a, it wasn't about dogs it was about women but I thought it was no, the other way I thought it was a very derogatory song where that when they is. say who let the dogs out it's like oh who let the ugly women out that's what I no, been told no, in no, the no. Past. Oh, no, I listen which... to that song without regret anymore, and I listen to it no, daily. They have come out oh, yeah, unless it's... it comes up in the playlist on the morning commute. Does it, Mark? Oh, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, I can't Great. remember the last time I hit play Daily on the dogs out. But anyway. Daily Anthem. You're missing out. Like, I don't know. It might be a reverse version of the truth that they've mangled because they actually did write it about who they perceived to be unattractive females um, and then thought, no, we can't get away with that anymore. Oh, it's actually about the dogs. They're the men. They're the horrible blokes. I'm choosing to believe the Baja men because they seem like happy geezers. I'm with and you. That they, so that's what I'm choosing to believe. Yippee-io. Right, it's time for us to go, because Connor needs himself a poo. Uh, what have we learned this week? Well, um, apparently you can do some random pie-cutting things, save yourself a lot of energy, get yourselves loads of slices. Also, the Baja men might have been nice blokes after all, and if you're within like quite a close radius of Connor's bows, you're in the impact zone, and everything has to stop. We will see you next week. Give us a follow on TikTok and Insta. It's at BaffledPod there. You can get in touch. Info at BaffledPod.com as well. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Connor, say goodbye. Be on your way. I'm off. You've been listening to the Baffled Boys who have brought you all of the noise. This is not a thing. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.